Welcome, friends, to the voice of the street freaks and cool geeks, the home of the hype, the realm of the real. This is the domain of the pain, the pad of the rad, the nest of the best, the room of the doom. It's the minute to get with it. This is the Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. Peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, peanut butter tiger, 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 pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mighty. Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. I am your host, Cool Hand Dan, Dan and a Half, Dan of the People, Dan I Am, fucking Buckshot Dan, Grass Knuckle Dan, Nunchuck Dan, all sorts of fucking names, Dan Aconda, Dan the Lion. I like that one, dude. It's Friday night. Some Friday night podcasting for your ass before we head out. That's what fucking happens, man. Oh, yes. It's fucking September already. That's what the fuck is good, man. If you're back in school, shouts out, shouts out. Go out and fucking party tonight, man. For everybody working, it's Friday, yo. Time to fucking kick back, relax, get the fuck out there, have some fun. You know? Safely, of course. We don't want to spread shit around, but you still got to get out and have fun. Come on now. How much are we going to let this fucking thing control our lives? You know what I mean? Life is fucked up and hard enough, dude. Life is fucking hard enough you know and uh i'll tell you you can make it fucking harder by stressing out flipping out about things you know what i mean lots of fucking mistakes dude shit happens shit happens all the time that's the thing that's the thing about mistakes you know like if you i was sitting back the other night i was thinking about all these fucking things you know what i mean like do you ever this happens to be, this happens to be, like, once or twice a month, where, like, it's not that, like, I'm depressed, or that, like, life is all fucked up or anything like that, but sometimes I just sit back and I dive, take a deep mental dive into all the shit that's gone wrong, all the fucking mistakes I've made, dude. <laughs> you know, like, I always try to tell jokes. I always try to laugh it off, but yo, I have made a fucking ton of mistakes, man. With the drugs, with different chicks, 
with fucking uh, hobbies I didn't do, shit I fucking didn't do, school I didn't do, taxes I didn't do. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder what it would actually be like if a guy didn't fuck so many things up. But, uh, you know, the thing about that, like, the thing about that, I don't think necessarily that it's unhealthy. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, you got to be positive. You can't fucking think about that for sure. I for surely agreed. But every now and then, I think it's good. I think it's fucking healthy to just kick back and be like, ugh, I'm fucking lucky to be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's fucking, every now and then, I just kick back and think, fuck, I can't believe I made it through all that crazy shit, man. You know, and it, when I get like that, too, I use it as an opportunity to try to suss out some other mistakes that I might be making right now. You know what I mean? Like, is everything fucking tight? Am I still making the same mistakes? Am I like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, you know, it, it happens so quick. It happens so fucking easy. You know what I mean? Like, you'll like, you know, it starts by like, starts by having a couple beers. One night, having a couple more another night, you know, and carrying on, making a habit of it. And pretty soon you're drinking a fucking six pack a day. A six pack to go to fucking sleep, man. Not only is that expensive, but you're wrecking your fucking liver. You know, I don't know, like, any time that I've taken copious amounts of edibles, been doing a lot of cocaine, or drinking a lot, those three, edibles, which... I don't think they're bad for you, but when you're taking like fucking six, seven hundred milligrams a day, they're going to have an effect on your life. Alcohol, again, don't necessarily think it's bad for you, but in moderation, right? Like if you're fucking drinking and getting drunk every night, like <laughs> your relationships suffer a little bit, no matter what, you know, because when you're drinking, I don't know, when I'm drinking, I'm a different person, you know, and then the cocaine, of course. Like, again, in moderation, and I hate to condone it, but, like, I don't think it's that bad for you. You know what I mean? Some good, clean-cut cocaine. I don't know. Every now and then, fuck. You're not wrecking yourself, but you gotta be super fucking careful, dude. You gotta be very, very careful fucking around with this shit. Because it can easily get out of proportion. And I'm sure, like, with me, with myself, I'm always fucking bugged out about substances. You know what I mean? I'm always, like, fighting the fucking drug addict battle of, like, you know, not wanting to get fucked up all the time. Like, it takes a lot. Like, yo, it, it's a lot to just live on this fucking earth and just be fine with no fucking drugs. Just be clear-headed. Like, some people can do that. Like, there's this guy I work with. He's a drywaller. And this is super surprising because almost every drywaller I know is a fucking piss tank or a cokehead. Or some kind of fucking addict. But this guy, he doesn't drink, doesn't smoke weed, doesn't fucking anything. Just sits around with himself. With a fucking clear head. He's an air breather. Just breathes air. And drinks water. You know what I'm saying? Actually, he drinks a lot of Diet Coke and shit. But, uh, so that's not all that healthy. But he's not getting fucked up. Some people can do it. Some people can go through this earth not stoned, not tweaking... Not fucking experiencing psychedelic ex shit every now and then. But uh, for others, it's a goddamn struggle, dude. 
For others, it's a goddamn struggle, you know? Like, I've known friends. I've known, like, yo, I've known fucking really good people that are, like, the salt of the earth people. Almost all of the best people I know, like, the funkiest and the funnest to talk to, every single one of them is, a, is like, fucked up. <laughs> Drinking too much, you're smoking weed, you're doing blow, you know, doing other substances and shit. I mean, it seems like... It seems like the most interesting people have the hardest time with being in this fucking dimension without some sort of chemical aid. And it just, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about that. I don't know if that's just because I hang out with a lot of drug addicts and shit or if that's just, you know, interesting people do interesting drugs. You know what I mean? Who fucking knows? You know, I'm not condoning it. Like, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's important. Like, to look at shit as a mistake. I get a lot of material. I get a lot of good jokes and, you know, shit like that from drugs. Like, my favorite, my favorite joke. And, yo, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, like, this is an old story, but I'm going to fucking tell it again because it's hilarious. This is my favorite. When I was in rehab, they make you go to a fucking, they make you go to 90 NA meetings in 90 days. So you go, like, if you've never been to an NA meeting, uh, it's pretty fun. It's very inclusive. Everybody there is very eager to fucking talk to you and shit. Like, you kind of feel like a like a bit of an outsider, a bit, like, dirty or something when you go there, when you're first bugged out. You know, like, I know, like, when I went to my first NA meeting, like, it took me three or four times to, like, actually go in. Like, it took me three or four separate occasions because I was high on meth. To like fucking sit in those chairs and like, you know, hear about experiences and read through the literature and all this and that. And I think like, I think that whole NA thing is just uh, to meet other people, you know, to like, because like when you're a drug addict, when you start doing drugs, nobody just picks up a meth pipe and starts smoking meth. Very few people do that. Very, very, very few people from like a clean cut, nice neighborhood who have a good fucking family and a good circle of friends that don't do drugs, that person probably isn't going to fucking become a drug addict. It's when you start hanging out, like you start hanging out with the wrong with the wrong crowd and you see how people make it through the fucking day and some people are smoking crack or doing whatever, like, um, you know, it, it, you become your environment. You totally become your environment. And that's something worth fucking thinking of for sure. But, uh, yeah, so they make you do these 90 days, uh, 90 meetings in 90 days or whatever. And while I was doing that, me and this guy had the fucking best idea. We had the best idea. It would be funny to have, like, you know, like, it would be funny to have everybody, like, every city has this area, like, the shit area where all the drug addicts fucking hang out and shit like that. So it would be funny to, like, open a meeting down there called Still Addicted and be like, we're celebrating dirty time with huge... Uh, 0.5 smashes and rails of blow <laughs> and you'd get somebody come up be like oh hi I've been a drug addict for 16 years and then they fucking takes a big shot and then you know something about down like something about heroin people are just hunched over it's like the thumb of the lord is just pushing right down on the top of their head and they fucking fold forward and you see them walking around on 90 degree angles and shit <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny. So the person would take the huge five-point smash and just, you know, the thumb of God will just press them down and they're fucking hunched over. And we'd have a tiny little podium. 
like one foot off the ground with a little microphone and they can like hunch over and talk into it. <laughs> oh my fucking God, dude. That is hilarious. Like that right there. That's what I'm saying. Like that's a funny joke. And even though I've fucked up so many things, like even though like, you know, like that basically trashed my entire life. Like that culture, that type of fucking behavior. Uh really put a dent in the old pop can of Dan's life, you know what I mean? But uh you get through it with humor, but it's also important to fucking regard that shit as a fucking mistake. You know what I'm saying? It's also important to realize like, yo, that was fucked up. I was fucked up. This is how I was fucked up. And you can, it's pretty easy to fucking sit back and think about like, you know, how you fucked up. Like if you're, if you're smoking meth or if you're doing down and you sit down and have an honest think with yourself and you can't think of one way that you're affecting anybody negatively, good for you. But you are the only fucking person I've ever heard of doing that. You know what I mean? Write us in. If you are a fucking, what do they call that? A functional drug addict? Feel free to write us in. I would love to hear from you. And I would love to hear the perspective of somebody who's like rocking through that shit. You know what I mean? We'll keep it anonymous. Of course, we won't use your name or blow it up or whatever. But like, yo, if you're like, you know, like I know some guys who just, uh, they'll start... They'll start and, you know, they'll be drinking a lot and then all of a sudden some blow will come out. And it starts with, like, you know, doing blow, like, once a week. No problemo. Then all of a sudden you might want a little toots on a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? So you get yourself all bumped up on a Tuesday. And that's who I want to hear from. I want to hear from somebody right in the early stages who was, like, justifying it. And then I want to hear from somebody who was, like, a straight-up, fully functional uh, drug addict. That's dope. That's, you know, it's just interesting to hear from people. And drugs and drug addicts are very, very interesting in two different ways. Like, I feel like drug addicts themselves, when they're really indulging in their shit, like when I'm really indulging in my drug addict side, I become a meth. I become a fucking cocaine. You know what I mean? It's hilarious. And I just act like somebody who's fucking on that shit. And that's all I fucking care about and this and that. And it's just funny, you know. And then the other side of it is you got to wonder like, okay, there's the illegal drugs, the cocaines, the fucking heroines and this and that. But what about like the caffeines, the fucking Adderalls, the Ambien's and the shit they prescribe when you fucking hurt your back? What about all that shit? I don't think that shit is fucking studied enough, man. Like I would love to hear like originally... This podcast, like that intro, how it's like the voice of the street freaks. Um, I wanted to go and talk to like all these different walks of life with people like, you know, like from people like down and out on East Hastings living in a tent or like sometimes you'll get like some lots of times you'll get like a mad professional. Like you'll see a businessman out in the club doing blow and shit like that. I would love to hear from that cat. I would love to hear from, like, the fucking down-and-out drug addicts. Like, I want to fucking have, like, like if the peanut butter tiger blows up, maybe even if it doesn't, maybe one summer I'm just going to take the fucking summer off and there's, like, a migration that happens in Canada. Because everywhere in Canada is freezing cold in the winter. It's fucking bitter, dude. It's 
bitter fucking cold in Canada, except for Vancouver. So there's like a migration that happens. All the homeless people, and you'll see them like come through town, and they're wearing like dreadlocks and army coats with like dogs on ropes and shit like that, and they sit around and play ukuleles and clean car windows with squeegees and newspaper and just, you know, sometimes they sell acid, which is fucking cool, but most of the times they just smell bad. Which, whatever, I like, yo, do you, man. Smell bad if you want. It's a fucking free country. But uh, they'll migrate. They'll fucking hitchhike. They'll ride bikes. They'll fucking travel all the way down to Vancouver. And then basically, like, migrate like geese. You know what I mean? When it fucking warms up in the rest of the country, they go fucking explore. And then when it cools down, back to Vancouver. And I would love, I would love to have, like, a fucking drone and a couple of cameras and do like a fucking planet earth style documentary about homeless people over here we have your typical meth addict you can tell that a tweaker lives on the end of this trail because of all the computer parts strewn about it seems like he's building a time machine back here but who knows and down here we have a down addict these people live in a hovel. They don't care about their surroundings at all because being high on heroin feels like being licked by supermodels and kittens all over your body. So they lay in a puddle of filth. <laughs> Here we have your normal crazy hobo, completely devoid of all drugs, who just wanders around babbling to himself. You know, that'd be hilarious. That would be... The best documentary. I would fucking walk, watch that documentary. Hardcore, man. I mean, like... And I don't mean it in a dehumanizing way. And I feel like I could be somebody who did that, who filmed that, because I have lived on the end of fucking tweaker trails. <laughs> ah, sad to say, dude. It's so funny, man. There was a, there's a show on APTN, which is like Aboriginal people's... Uh, television network or some shit. Um, and there's a show called Tribal Trails every morning. Tribal Trails. I could have a Tweaker Trails. <laughs> oh, I just think that that's a fucking funny idea, man. I just think that that's a fucking funny idea. And I feel like I would be the guy to do it. You know what I mean? I think I could do it. Because I've been there. I've been there like swimwear, you know what I mean? And not, you like, not to make fun of it. I'm not fucking demeaning it. I'm not making fun of the people going through that drug addiction because I've gone through drug addiction. It's hard, man. You know what I mean? It's a tough struggle, but it's a fucking funny struggle too. Like, I don't think the humor should be lost. I think it's fucking, it's sad, it's dark or whatever, but drug addicts and homeless people do some hilarious shit. And they're usually great people. Like, 80% of the homeless people I know, 75% of the homeless people I know are really, really, really great people. You know what I mean? They're fucking nice. They'll share their last cigarette with you. They just don't fucking fit in with society that well at that moment. They haven't found their place. They would rather rock out and be lazy or fucking do hardcore drugs or whatever than go get a fucking job and work. And I understand that. I completely understand that. And then there's like 25% of homeless people who are just fucking nuts. You know, so we try to avoid that. But I don't know, man. I just think that that's a fucking funny idea. 
You know what I mean? That's a funny fucking idea, and I think it would be a good way, like, even though I would film it like a fucking comedy-style documentary, like, it would be a good way to, like, show, because I don't think people fucking realize, like, who homeless people are, or what homeless people are about, you know? Like, we all, like, when we were kids, we all saw, like, like the fucking anti-drug movies, you know, panning over these crazy homeless people, and our parents would always, like, my old man drove me down to, like, a shitty neighborhood when I was, like, seven, and was like, oh, this is what happens when you do drugs, and pointed out to some drug addicts, so you get this, like, hardcore idea, like, you know, these people are crazy, or they're something different, or whatever, but when you actually fucking sit down and talk to them, they're awesome, well-traveled, uh, fucking smart, you know what I mean, what's the word, like, where you invent shit all the time, um, you got ingenuity, fuck, okay, I'm blanking on the word, you're industrious, there we go, you're industrious, you know, you're just a little fucking eclectic, you know what I mean, and people don't fucking see that, people don't fucking see that, it's like, you know, any, everybody listening to this, and everybody around the world, you could all fucking be homeless, it could all happen to anybody, I mean, you, you're, you, everybody's like fucking three or four wrong decisions or bad mistakes away from homelessness. And I would say like the majority of us are even less than that. So it's something to think about. It's something to fucking pontificate. You know, I hope it never happens to you. God, man, I, I wouldn't wish homelessness or drug addiction on anybody. But I'm saying like, you know, some of us, I know myself, I got to fucking be wary of this shit. I got to be fucking aware of what's going on. You know what I mean? So that's, you know, I wanted to fucking, that's why I was thinking about mistakes. That's why I was sitting around and just falling into my mistakes and thinking like, wow, like I really fucked some shit up and it was all my fault. And uh, I'm happy to be here. Now, I do that. I do that. And I, I talk shit about myself. Like I like calling myself a dumb drywaller. You know, I call myself a piece of shit all the time because like, you know, honestly, like I fucking... I've done some really shitty things to some really great people and I'm a bit of a piece of shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. But I'm like, I, like, to be honest, like my true self is super fucking confident. I've got a huge ego, like almost like megalomaniac style fucking ego over here. So I can talk shit about myself and feel good about it. I can reflect on like the m fucking plethora of mistakes that I've made in my life. And not, like, sink into depression about it. So, just, I'm just, you know, I'm just fucking letting you know. Like, if you're feeling good, if you're feeling like shit is sweet, and you're walking around whistling, sit back and think of your fucking mistakes. It's awesome. It'll humble you. But, if you're, like, barely hanging on, and you're all fucked up, you know, don't. Do not. It's like doing acid, you know, or psychedelics. They say, like, like you have bad trips when you go in there the wrong way. Which I don't think is the, I honestly do not think is the case. Like, I've fucking gone, I've done a ton of acid, and every single time I've always had the greatest fucking experience, and it's been profound and beautiful, and when I do it with friends, I laugh and fucking have a great time, or sometimes I learn something hardcore, but I never have a fucking bad trip. You know what I mean? But, uh... Sometimes you do like sometimes like on every acid trip, there's like a, a you it comes in like peaks and valleys and waves. Right. So the tops of the waves are euphoric and awesome and the bottoms of the waves. You're like 
looking at yourself with like a neutron fucking microscope and going over all the fucking mistakes you made and shit. So if you're not prepared for that, then of course you're going to have a hard trip and you're not going to be able to pull yourself back up. Because it's all natural. You know, it's a yin and a yang, a good and the bad. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, you know, that was all with no notes. You know, I was just thinking like, you know, I was kind of feeling weird before this fucking podcast. You know, I've been thinking all day about like just different scenarios and how they happened and the people involved and what's up. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to fucking come and spill my guts a little bit. (sighs) Hopefully it'll help you guys. I don't know how, you know, sometimes, like I said, like it's good to be like, it's good to hear somebody if you're going through a drug addiction or you're going through struggles or maybe you you got a food addiction or a porn addiction or a gambling addiction, you know, it's completely normal to fucking, you know, pull yourself out of it. You're able to fight that shit. You know what I mean? I knew this one gambler, this fucking guy, we called him Diamond Dave. And I knew him from the homeless shelter. I got him a job and shit, but sometimes like, like sometimes you can't help people. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes there's a reason. Like, anytime I went homeless, I always had a job. I would sleep outside of the job site in a car if I had to. But I always worked. And some people just don't have that in them. You know, so anyway, I get this Diamond David job. And we were working together. He was a laborer. I was drywalling. We would bump into each other. And he would tell the funniest stories. Like, fuck, this guy was hilarious. And uh, he was saying, so he's a gambling, like, he doesn't drink too much. He doesn't do, he never did any drugs, no coke, no nothing, and um, didn't smoke weed. So I was like, what are you doing in a homeless shelter? Gambler. So he, one time, he fucking banned himself from all the casinos. You can call, I guess you can call a casino and be like, yo, uh, I have a gambling problem. And then the entire fucking, every single casino in British Columbia will ban you from their fucking casino. Boom, you're blacklisted. So this is what this guy does to himself. So he catches wind of uh, a casino right beside a Greyhound station in Regina. Now this guy's from Vancouver. He's like fucking 40 at the time. He's from Vancouver. um, Never been in the cold prairies. It was like in February, right? So he fucking gets paid 1200 bucks, buys a bus ticket for 200 bucks, takes a bus to Regina, gets out, fucking... Casinos across the street, dumps the whole thousand dollars, loses every fucking cent, gambles every single fucking cent away. Now, the social programs in Regina, Saskatchewan, are way different than Vancouver. Like, people around here, they're farmers, they're hard workers, you don't get welfare just for nothing. So when Dave went to fucking Salvation Army or like went to the fucking welfare office, like, oh, I'm broke, I'm trapped here, this and that. They were like, fuck you, pal. And they made him stay there for like a month. He was living in a homeless shelter, just freezing his fucking buckskin off, man. (laughs) Over gambling. You know, and I was talking to him one time and I was like, yo, Dave, like, why wouldn't you just go and fucking download a gambling app? You know, why wouldn't you go download one of those slot machine apps? And he was like, oh, it's not the same. And I was like, listen, man, like smoking meth is a hundred million times better than smoking weed. I love smoking meth way more than smoking weed, but it wrecks my goddamn life. So here I am smoking weed. Sometimes you got to make these sacrifices. You know, sometimes you got to sacrifice 
not smoking meth and smoking weed instead, which actually isn't much of a sacrifice. If you think of the whole fucking grand scheme of things, dude, smoking weed instead of meth is not much of a sacrifice. That's actually a pretty easy one. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's just a fucking funny concept, funny thing to think about sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Anyway, dude, I just tried to scroll my notes I just took a pen off, like I, I write little notes, I jot down little things for the podcast to talk about, and I swear to God, I just moved my pen off, my fucking notebook, and I tried to scroll it, I tried to fucking swipe it, Oh, can you fucking believe that, you know, maybe, maybe in October or something, I'll try to do like a fucking stay off my phone thing, or something, you know what I mean, I gotta break that, because it's weird, like I think that's another thing too, like, We've been talking about drugs for the last half an hour and how fucked up they are and, you know, how they fuck up your life and shit. But, yo, there's other things, too. Video games are a motherfucker. You know, I know cats, like, you know, my one homie there, he's got a wife and they fucking bought, like, matching computers, matching computer desks, matching chairs, and they sit side by side. And on Friday, they'll start playing a video game and on Sunday, they'll shut that video game off. So my man just spent the entire weekend with his fucking wife not banging, not getting drunk, not fucking passing out under stars or getting in fistfights. My man did that all playing video games. So you can't tell me that that's not a fucking addiction. You can't tell me that your life is better because of that. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. And the screen thing too. The fucking phones, the Twitters, the fucking Instagrams, all this and that. Like, maybe I'll fucking go on a little cleanse sometime. Who knows? And definitely scroll, trying to scroll my fucking paper, trying to scroll my notebook. God, that's one of them, man. But the thing is, is like, on Instagram, like, I don't even really fucking use it that much. I use it to, like, promote the podcast. And then, like, I follow 6ix9ine on it. That Ken Camp, she's 6ix9ine. I follow that cat on there. And I just comment snitch on every single one of his posts. Anytime I see one of his posts, I comment snitch. And then I follow, like... Ferrari and Lamborghini and Bentley and Austin Martin and I always comment on their posts like you know if they're like oh check out this new fucking car the Super Allegro or whatever I'll be like yo send me one of these for free send me one of these on the cuff and I'll promote you guys on the podcast <laughs> and who would do that if I took the fucking hiatus you know what I mean I don't know it makes me laugh though it would be so funny like it would be so funny if they were actually like, sure, here, you can take this Austin Martin Vanquish. Just fucking show us out on your podcast. And then I could, like, go jump it. I've always wanted to, like, jump a Rolls Royce over top of a Ferrari. Like, when I was a kid, somebody was like, oh, you got to have a dream and make sure it's a good one. You know, and I was like, I fucking sat down with, like, my fucking 11-year-old self and really thought... And I thought, like, the coolest thing ever would be to jump a fucking Rolls Royce over top of a Ferrari. Ba-boo! You know what I mean? But I wouldn't drive the Rolls Royce. I would be in the back, like, fucking smoking bong hits and shit. You know, have somebody fucking drive me over a fucking Ferrari. Phew. That'd be dope. That'd be fucking sick. So that was my dream for a fucking long-ass time. And if I get a free car, if somebody sends me a free luxury car, I'm, I'm gonna fucking jump it. No joke. I will say right now on the podcast. The first free luxury car I get, I'm going to jump. It's going to be dope, dude. It's going to be fucking awesome. Um, NFL started. 
Fucking shouts out to the your Kansas City Chiefs. They killed it, man. I knew like Patrick Mahomes has to fucking play with a fire under his ass this year, dude. He got like a five hundred million dollar contract, ten year contract, five hundred million dollars. Like, yo, you better fucking play. So I, I kind of thought the Chiefs were gonna win. I didn't get to watch the game. I was kicking it with my kids. How good is that, dude? For the first time in six years, I didn't get to watch a football game because I was kicking it with my kids, and I didn't even fucking feel bad about it. That's awesome. That is fucking awesome, man. That was fun. Somebody asked me, too. I fucking ran into this guy I work with, this border, this guy that, like, hangs drywall. And he asked me if I was going to go, uh, you know, we are talking about school and this and that. And I was like, yeah, dude, I don't even have a grade 10. I don't have one single high school credit. I took first semester grade 10 five times in three different schools. You know what I mean? Like, it was... A gong show. I wish somebody would have just pulled me aside and was like, yo, dude, here's a fucking, here's a hawk, here's a trowel, there's some drywall, get after it. You know what I mean? Like, you're obviously not working out. Anyway, he's like, yo, are you going to go and get your GED? Get the fuck out of here. What do I need a GED for, man? That's a waste of fucking goddamn time and money. In my eyes. In my life. What the fuck am I ever going to do with that? You know what I mean? I'm straight up Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys. Ain't got a grade 10. <laughs> uh, that's how it goes, man. Fuck did school ever do for you? Like, honestly, think about, like, where you are right now and what the fuck you're doing in your life. Like, how often are you using trigonometry? You know? All those stupid book reports. One time I did a fucking... Uh, one time I did a presentation about grass. Oh, my God. I'd rather walk, like, run headfirst into a fucking wall, dude. Like, what did I ever fucking learn about that? Stupid. Hate that shit. They're like, oh, you gotta learn public speaking. Fuck that shit. No, you don't. How many people actually use public speaking in their fucking day-to-day -day operations? Not very many. Not fucking very many. You know, I do need some fucking ideas for some winter hobbies, though, dude. Like, winter is fucking coming, and I kind of forgot living on the coast uh what that's like you know what i mean like you always hear like you know you hear from fucking podcasts and you hear from like television shows they're all from like la or vancouver or something all warm weather shit nobody gives a fuck you know what i mean they're all like woo having a time mountain biking in january and shit yo that's not the case for like 80 percent of the fucking no not 80 percent of the world probably like 50 percent of the world that's not the case for so i want to hear if you live in a fucking cold weather area, if you live in a bad weather area, let's get some tiger mail for some cool winter hobbies. You know, it turns out, like, I live in a duplex, right? And my landlord lives right next door. And uh, we have an uh, unfinished basement. It's just a big, wide-open basement, nice, polished, concrete floor. And I thought, fuck, man, I'm just going to skate down there. You know, because I thought my fucking landlord had an unfinished basement too and he wouldn't give a fuck so i'm down there one night and i'm like yo i'm gonna test it out and i fucking skate hard you know skate for like five six minutes working on my flat ground and uh i got a noise complaint and boom the next day turns out i got a fucking downstairs neighbor down there whoopsies shit happens you know what i mean <laughs> so the skateboarding's out you know, I might try to fucking skate some parkades now and then, but I've given up on it. You know what I mean? I might try to build a snow skate, but I've given up on it, dude. I, I don't think I'm going to be doing kickflips in January this year, sadly. So I'm going to need another fucking hobby. You know, send some fucking ideas in. Maybe I'll learn how to crochet. I want to do like a fucking how-to series, but really, really badly. 
You know what I mean? I think it would be hilarious to, like, learn how to do that needlework shit. Is that crocheting where you fucking needlework? What is that? You know, like, where you got, like, the circle, the wood circle, and you put the cloth over it, and you sew, like, a bird that says, like, go fuck yourself? <laughs> uh, I'd want to learn how to do that. But I'll fucking YouTube it and just tell you how to do it really badly and fuck it all up, and we could all learn together. So let me know your cold weather. I want to hear from my winter people. The people that fucking withstand temperatures of minus 30. Or like it fucking rains if you have a rainy season. You know, I don't know what the weather's like. I honestly don't know what the weather's like in the UK. I've heard it rains. But does it snow? Do you guys ever get fucked up over there? Does Ireland ever snow? You know what I mean? How cold does it get? I don't know. So if you're from these areas, you listen to the podcast, let me the fuck know. And tell me how you cope with the terrible, brutal winters. You know, if you're in Canada, you live anywhere in Canada, you know what I'm talking about. Unless you live in Vancouver. Then you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I took that fucking We The North for my showdown shootout. I took that fucking We The North uh, from the Raptors. But I'm going to use it. I don't care. That's how I like it. That's how. That's what I like to use for my fucking podcast community. We the North. We the Strong. Sounds good for Canadian podcasts. You know what I mean? And, uh... Yeah, that one went fucking... That one went on longer than I thought. To be honest, that, you know, the many mistakes of Mr. Daniel Ailes really fucking, you know, just threw me for a loop. Threw me for a fucking loop today. You know, I'm not depressed or anything, I'm not anything, but sometimes, like, every now and then I just sink into, like, thinking about all the fucking holes I fell into, what holes I'm falling into now, and how to not fall into holes anymore. <laughs> Shit's important. Let's fucking, let's move this over to some wanderances, though, you know what I mean? Let's lighten the mood, let's fucking add some levity, you know, and don't... I'm just shooting the shit here. I'm just kicking around ideas. Nobody's depressed. Everybody's doing good. We're fucking rocking and rolling. I just wanted to get that out there. You know what I'm saying? So let's fucking move it on to some seggies. Oh, wanderances, dude. Here we fucking go, man. I know there's Google. I understand you can just Google whatever the fuck you want. And you know, honestly, that's kind of cool. Like, I do a little bit of bashing on it, but it's kind of cool to sit around and be like, uh, how far away is the Earth from the moon? And then just, bloop, the Earth is fucking this far away from the moon. There you go. Ba-boom. So that's fucking cool. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, dude, sometimes you got to sit around and fucking wonder. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to sit around and just like... Just use your old noggin, use that thing between the ears, and try to figure it out for yourself. Now, the first wonderance just came to me while that beat was playing. Uh, I wonder what my ads are going to be like now that I fucking talked about, like, depression and drug addiction. <laughs> they'll just get me some, there'll be some fucking ads for, like, you know, therapists and shit now on my Instagram. It's fucking hilarious. I mentioned suits and skateboarding one fucking time, and now my timeline is full of ads where dudes are doing, like, tray flips in three-piece suits. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> so that's the first wonderance. Um, second wonderance. Do you remember, like, back in the day, not even that far ago, like, computers, like, desktops? 
Now, I haven't had a desktop computer for years. I bet you I haven't fucking been around one of those fucking things since, like, 2004. But uh, I remember, like, the Windows 95 and 98, how noisy they, those motherfuckers were. They would, like, whir, and you'd click something, and they would start clicking and ticking, like, and think about shit. Like, you could punch something into Google and literally hear your computer think about it. Whatever happened to that? Why don't cell phones make that fucking noise? I was sitting there watching some RuPaul with my girlfriend, and I punched something in, you know, to find the fucking RuPaul, and the laptop started making that noise. You could hear the fan going, you could hear it think a little bit, and I was like, oh, yeah. So the wonder is, how come cell phones don't do that? You know? It's crazy. Um, another wonder I had, I wonder when the first lottery was. Like, when was the very first lottery? People must have fucking bugged out, you know? Was it, like, back in, like, cave days? You know what I mean? Probably not. Castle days, maybe? Like, the king would, like, put aside some gold and be like, yo, if you buy some tickets, we'll fucking give you this gold. I don't know. I don't know when the fucking first lottery was. I wonder, though. People must have been fucking blown away by that shit, though. That's dope. And then, uh, the last wonderance I have here is, uh, you know, and thinking about mistakes I've made and shit like that, I was reminded of a pink cast I wore for, like, fucking couple months there when I broke my wrist. <laughs> um, I wonder what people did with broken bones before casts. Like, did they just fucking, you know, like, you fall off your fucking rock or whatever, break your fucking ankle, and then they just told you to walk it off? Did they just chop off your fucking foot? You know what I mean? Like, my wrist was, like... My wrist was shaped like a fucking S. Would, like, I go to, like, a fucking shaman or, like, a barber or something and be like, what am I going to do? And they just hack it off? Who fucking knows, man? I don't know. I don't know. I like to wonder that shit, though. You know what I mean? I like to fucking wonder. And that's exactly why we started this fucking segment. The segment called Wanderances. If you got wonderings of your own, send them in. Peanut Butter Tiger. Instagram, Facebook, check it out. Let us know. And now we have a segment called Things Other People Think I Should Put on My Podcast. Because we have a podcast. Sneak a one hitter. <coughs> ah. <coughs> As I was saying, we have a podcast, and all the time I ask people, What do you think we should have on the podcast? What do you think we should have on the podcast? And then they tell me, and then I say, For sure, dude. for fucking sure we can have that on the podcast so here it is my you know my steez my whole thing is like good blue collar humor you know what i mean like there is some hilarious pranks and fucking harsh burns 
like earth scorching burns and shit that happened on job sites. It's hilarious how people actually talk to each other uh, or like the pranks they pull on each other when there's no human resources department. Like never once have I worked at a drywall company with a human resources and it's awesome. I love it. <coughs> but I fucking realize like, you know, if you if you're not from that blue collar shit, if you never spent time on a job site, you don't know. Like you might turn on this podcast and be like, wow, this dude says fuck every second word. Who talks like this? Is this guy growing up under a rock? No, man. I spend time on a fucking drywall site, dude. Like, it's crazy. So I was talking to my one buddy, who's awesome. Shout out to Dave. Keep killing it. Um, he sends me this fucking message <coughs> about what might be one of the greatest pranks of all time. So I got some homies. Like I got all my drywall brothers, my drywalling brothers out there. From Vancouver, they follow the podcast, they influence a lot of it. And there's this cat, Mike, who is a fucking gem of a person. Mike is one of the dopest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. And he's also one of the quirkiest and most fucking hilarious, dude. This guy is fucking awesome. So we were gonna have like stories about Mike. You know, I told the one where that guy lost his finger. And Mike said, you know, the guy looks at Mike. Without his fucking finger, he's holding it up. What am I going to do? And Mike goes, you're going to pick up your fucking finger because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> That's this guy. This is his fucking crew. So we're going to have... This is actually a good idea. This is actually a fucking great idea. So Dave gets to me and he's like, yo. Uh, uh, he's like, hey, homie, keep killing it. Bruh, I'm dead. Mike ever tell you this story of right before young Matt flew off to India to go fudge packing across the country? And this, like, I am going to start calling this guy and I'm going to, I want to collect stories of hilarious pranks and hilarious burns. And we're going to make that a fucking segment. So I'm going to introduce this one. We're going to fucking tell this hilarious story. And, um, you know, maybe this will become a segment if we can get people calling in with like, or like writing in with like harsh pranks. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Mike and Matt and Dave are all working together. They're doing this big fucking Randy, this big contractor's fucking house. Um, you know, you give us work and shit like that. So they're working hard, killing it. And uh, young Matt wants to fucking, wants to go backpacking across. Uh, he went to like the Middle East, dude. This guy like started collecting cans. This guy started collecting cans and copper and saving money like on job sites you know construction workers would finish red bulls and shit like that and just throw the cans around and this guy would just pick them all up you know no shame in the game bro you're just being fucking industrious and he saved up enough money to fly down to india now drywallers and matt and Matt especially, but drywallers in general are fucking hilarious and they love roasting people. You know, we live for the roast. We live for the fucking jokes, man. We live for that shit. It's fucking hilarious. Um, so they're all working together and, you know, Matt's fucking around with Dave. And uh, they're all working in this big fucking custom this huge custom house and right in the summer in Vancouver when you're drywalling, it's so fucking humid. 
I've seen guys fucking wring out shirts and like sweat will splash on the ground. I've fucking seen that with my own eyes. It's swassy. So fucking Matt is roasting Dave and then he leaves. He leaves the site for something. And Dave goes down and takes his mask. You know, we wear respirators for the dust because we're sanding and shit. So he takes this guy's fucking respirator, drops trowel and puts it on his bare balls. Wears it like a fucking jock strap. And takes a picture of himself giving the finger with Matt's fucking mask on his nutsack. <laughs> then he puts it back. And fucking, you know, Matt comes back to the job site and they fucking let him go with it. And, you know, they uh, a week later, Matt's going on his fucking trip across, the, across India and shit. So they take him to the airport. They drive him to the airport and, uh, you know, see him off at the gate. And... Right, <coughs> right as he was leaving, you know, right when he's on the plane and, you know, these guys are fucking whatever, uh, Dave texts Matt a picture of Dave wearing Matt's mask like a jockstrap. <laughs> oh, boom. That is one of the best fucking burns of all time, like of him giving the finger to Matt while he's wearing his fucking face mask like a jockstrap. Oh, my God. That might be the all-time funniest fucking prank that I've heard. I've heard some good pranks, but that one there... And what is the guy going to do? He already wore his fucking... He already wore that mask, had fucking... Basically had Dave's nuts on his fucking face and breathed it for, like, however long. Uh, oh, God. I, I don't know what I would do. I mean, you just have to laugh. That is one of those funniest fucking pranks of all time. That's, like, jackass-level pranks. That's fucking hilarious. That's perfect. So we're going to try to get some more stories because prank wars are awesome. You know, when people get in prank traps or roasts, like we should have a section. We can try. I'm going to dig deep in the gray matter of my brain and think of great pranks I've seen or great roasts I've heard. And I want all you guys to do the same. Get at me. Peanut Butter Tiger on Facebook. Lots of people are active there. You can get at me on Twitter, EastBandan1. Um, also on fucking Facebook, Instagram, get at me. You can email me East Van Dan, all one word, no capitals, 88, the numbers at fucking oatmail at oatmail.com. Outlook. That's what it is. Outlook.com. So East Van Dan, 88, Outlook.com. Hit me up with these prank stories. Cause I would love to make that a segment and fucking Dave wearing Matt's mask. Like a fucking jockstrap is the number one right now. That is fucking hilarious. So thanks, Dave, for fucking sending that out. And thanks, Matt, for being so goddamn lovable that somebody wanted to wear your fucking mask like a jockstrap. <laughs> hilarious. And that, friends, is things other people think I should put on my podcast. Baby, I'll be there to shake your hand. Baby, I'll be there to share your land. And you can take it away and we all live together. Take it forever now. Baby, I'll be there to shake your hand. Baby, I'll be there to share the land. I don't know why I felt the need to start that out with some Guess Who. A poorly sung version of Guess Who. But I just felt like starting the fucking segment off like that. 
I had that song on my head right there. And that's a dope fucking song. But now's not the time or place for that shit, dude. You know why? This is Twitter Trends. What is going on in the world today? But we're going to find out in a very peanut buttery kind of way. You know why? Do you fucking know why, dude? Cause this is Twitter Trends, oh, this is Twitter Trends, but this is Twitter Trends! Twitter Trends, motherfucker! Oh, fuck yeah, dude. God, I love that beat, man. It fucking goes hard on the paint. Fucking A. Oh, shouts to fucking Steve Jensen for sending that one in, man. If you like that song, you like that shit, go check Steve Jensen out. SteveJensenMusic.com. Check him out on Spotify. Show love to the people that show love to the podcast. You know what I mean? Let's fucking spread this motherfucking thing around. You know what I mean? I love doing the podcast. I love all the fucking engagement, all the interaction and shit. You know, tell your friends. Tell your mom. You know... Christmas is coming. Thanksgiving is coming. Let's start a new tradition. Give the gift of podcast to somebody for Thanksgiving. That's a Thanksgiving present. Give them this podcast. There you go. Boom. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Check out Steve Jensen, stevejensenmusic.com. Check him out on Spotify. Wonderful artist. Wonderful. It's like retro style rock in the new age it's fucking great man you gotta love that shit i love when people are keeping the old style of music alive you know some good old-fashioned rock and fucking roll dude that's awesome um you should also check out pothead park pothead park 420 on instagram pothead park on facebook still got mad love for that guy still love the fucking cyborg haven't really been around the pothead park too much you know i've been busy I got fucking kids in my life now and shit. You know, got a girlfriend, got a podcast. I'm busy. But I still love that cat. Still got mad love. Still want everybody to go check out Pothead Park on Instagram. Pothead Park 420 and Pothead Park on Facebook. Uh, we got a Facebook page, like I was saying. You can check it out. You can visit. You can peep the shirts that we have designed. I don't know. We're trying to work on an Etsy store. But give, give cut, cut, cut me some slack, dude. You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking, I didn't start a podcast to sell t-shirts. I started a podcast to talk shit into a microphone, you know what I mean? Make you feel better, you know, if you're out there fucking, fucking your life up. You're not alone. Everybody's fucking their life up. It happens. Shit happens, man. Mistakes happen, you know? Um, and that's it, man. That's all the fucking people we're shouting out, you know? Go check out fucking Mrs. Frizzle's podcast on Spotify. Uh... Yeah, there you go. Ba-boom. So let's kick off some Twitter trends. And this one is not in the news. This one is fucking not in the news at all. This one's nothing to do with fucking news. I just saw this while I was scrolling through Twitter. So this is from an account uh, that's at capital... This is all capitals. R-R-R-0-B-Y-N. So it looks like Robin. She tweets out... In the, in the Slovenian language, there's no word for toes. They call them leg fingers. 
what, dude? So I fucking looked up. Like, I saw that and I fucking Googled what the Slovenian word for toes is. And it is, like, it is, like, a three fucking words. So I, I couldn't figure it out. But apparently in Slovenian language, they call toes leg fingers. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. You know, like, I know, like... Some languages are fucked up. Like the translation for cotton candy uh, in French is daddy's beard. Beard de papa. Come on, dude. <laughs> That's fucking... You guys are ridiculous. Uh, moving on from that, there was another fire, another tragedy over in Beirut. Um, a large fire erupted in Beirut's port. It was near the site of last month's explosion which devastated the entire neighborhoods in Lebanon's capital. Yo, we don't got no fucking Lebanese listeners, I don't think. But if we did, we would tell you guys, move. We would tell you guys to fucking move away from that port. That has got the black curse right now. You're fucking blowing up. You're having huge fires and shit. Move away from there. That's fucked up. Uh, speaking of fucked up, September 11th today. You know, this isn't a fucking political podcast. We're not fucking... You know, this isn't The Daily Show. This isn't fucking Stephen Colbert. You know what I mean? I ain't Jimmy Fallon. You know what I mean? This isn't fucking... Who's that nerd? That fucking... Not Oliver Tree. Uh, Oliver... Come on. Last week tonight with Oliver the fucking British guy that looks like a weasel. Ah, I forget his name. Whatever. This isn't that show. But, uh, you know, 19 years ago... Some crazy shit popped off today. And, uh, you know, heart goes out. That was a crazy situation. The world is, the world completely changed on September 11th. Whether you think it was a fucking inside job, an outside job, if a fucking, the whole story makes sense to you or it doesn't make sense at all, doesn't matter. Either way you look at it, the fucking entire world changed that day. And uh, I think it's worth observing. Uh, moving on, the Tiger King show, starring Nicolas Cage, will come to Amazon. Now, I'm going to have to go get Amazon Prime. They did it. There you go. I don't see why they can't. Yo, can't we just have a fucking monopoly? Can't we just bring this back to cable so we can all watch these cool shows? Like, uh, we, we, we're, we're, we're rocking Crave, and it's got, like, the Kroll show on it. It's got fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm on it. It's got Mr. Show on it. It's got like the greatest comedies of all time. The rest of the shit sucks. The rest of your fucking movies and the rest of your shows suck, Duke. I got Netflix for that. But I hate having all these different streaming things. And now that the Tiger King show with Nicolas Cage as the Tiger King, as Joe Exotic himself, I'm going to have to see it. I'm going to have to fucking go get Amazon Prime. Um, it's all just a concept right now, but it's definitely going, it's definitely going to happen. You know what I mean? They're just working it all out right now, but I'm fucking stoked. Uh, moving on. This is, this one's for fucking Canada. All my Canadian listeners. Get ready to shovel. La Nina is here. And that could mean a much colder, wetter winter for much of Canada. You know, like how there's that El Nino. You ever fucking hear that one? All of a sudden, like, you know... In like 2006 or 5 or something, there was an El Nino. And that's when it, like, I noticed that like these shits affect my life. You know, it was very nice. It was very tropical. It was a fucking beautiful winter. Um, 
And I was like, that's weird that a fucking El Nino is going to fucking do that. You know what I mean? It was just weird. It's just weird when these things happen. And I guess this is the opposite. This is the Yang. The Ying and the Yang. This is La Nina. Um, Canadians in most of the country should be prepared for a colder, wetter winter season thanks to their arrival of La Nina on the Pacific Ocean. On Thursday, the U.S. National Oceanic and Atmosphere Administration, NOAA, that's N-O-A-A, announced the arrival of the natural weather phenomenon that appears every three to five years. That's bugged out, man. It's weird when these fucking things happen, eh? I don't know what to fucking say about that. And then lastly, uh, TMZ was fucking, got some text messages. Canadian rapper Tory Lanez apologized to Megan Thee Stallion over text after he allegedly shot her outside a Hollywood Hills mansion, the Los Angeles Times has confirmed. Um, TMZ first reported that Lanes claimed he got too drunk in messages sent to the savage artist after the incident, which occurred in the early hours of July 12th and left Megan the Stallion with bullet wounds in her feet. He goes, I know you probably never go and talk to me again. Yo, I hit yo. Never spell fucking probably probably to me. You look like a fucking nerd. I hate that shit, man. Like probably. Come on, Duke. You can just fucking, come on, don't do that shit. There's autocorrect, they'll just feel like, you probably have to train your phone to type prolly in there. That's why I hate slang and different fucking vernacular in texts, because you have to train your phone. Your phone will autocorrect to that shit. So he probably wrote prolly down, and prolly got switched with probably, and he's like, no, no, deletes it and puts prolly. <laughs> anyway, let me start over. He texts her, I know you probably never going to talk to me again, but I genuinely, I genuinely want you to know I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. It should have never happened, and I can't change what did. I just fear horrible. Yeah, I bet, dude. You shot this chick in the fucking feet. I mean, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what's going on in your fucking head. Dope rapper. Tory Lanez was sick, man. That song Forever? Oh, go listen. Go type in Forever by Tory Lanez. That song's a fucking banger, dude. Front to back, banger. But, uh, yo, you shot this chicken both her feet. How the fuck does that ever happen? How, how does that even happen? I mean, I've never hit a woman in my fucking life. I couldn't imagine shooting a chick in her feet of all fucking places. Were you trying to be like the Sundance kid and trying to make her fucking dance? Now you're gonna dance, bitch. Bang, bang, bang. Like, what the fuck, dude? You shot her in both her feet. How does that happen? How the fuck does that happen? So I bet you feel bad. I mean, I haven't heard a peep out of Tory Lane since this fucking thing happened. I just heard a bunch of jokes about how he's like five foot three or some shit like that. Um, which is too bad because he was coming up like it was dope rapper. And then he did that quarantine radio everybody really enjoyed. So like his star was fucking rising. And then he had to go shoot this beautiful woman in both of her fucking feet. And it wouldn't matter if she was beautiful or not. You shouldn't be shooting chicks in the feet. Come on, dude. What is this? It's fucking anarchy. <laughs> And that, friends, was Twitter Trends. Look, I didn't realize it, but I started that last segment off like Creed. That sounded like a Creed cover of the Guess Who. <laughs> uh, that's fucking hilarious, man. Um, shouts for everybody fucking tuning into this podcast today. 
you know, hopefully you're gonna have a great weekend, dude. Just chilling the fuck out, having a good time, man. I know that's what I'm gonna be up to. Uh, get, get at us. Interact with us a little bit, man. We love all the fucking Tiger Mail and shit. Send shit to us if you want, you know what I mean? Hopefully you're out there eating your broccoli, doing your push-ups, taking your vitamins, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep. You know what I mean? Taking care of yourself for real so you're not making these goddamn mistakes. You know what I mean? Tell people you love them because that's what the fuck is rad, dude. You know, you got to make sure if you fucking hate somebody, tell, tell them you hate them. If you love them, tell them that you love them because that's fucking dope. You know, just be real. Be yourself. You know, just be such yourself because that's awesome. And if you want your music featured on the Peanut Butter Tiger cast, or you got wonderances or tiger mails or a funny fucking prank story, get to me at the Peanut Butter Tiger on Facebook. The Peanut Butter Tiger is taking over Instagram. We're on Twitter at EastVanDan1. You can email me at EastVanDan88 at Outlook.com. Everybody have a good one, eh? Peace. Say bird up. Bird up. Say bird up. Bird up. Bird up. Bird up. Mm, bird up. I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Those guys are terrible. <laughs>